Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello everybody and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me, as always, it's Gator. It is Gator. It's Gator. He didn't quite make it to Juarez yet, but uh, anyway, we're coming to you. For the record. Coming to you from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios inside the Ice Tent of Love. This is inside my Ice Tent. I had nothing to do with it. (laughs) Yeah. Really? Nothing? All the speculations on you, bud. Had nothing to do with it. He is speaking, of course, about the untimely and tragic passing of our of brother of the leaf, brother of the leaf, and uh, the white whale of the cigar pulpit. Yeah, Bob Saget. We yeah. we attempted multiple different times to get Mister Saget on the show. Our listeners did as well, and uh, Jeff took it too far. You threatened his life. <laughs> Did not. <laughs> no, I just wanted for the record. For the record, one of us made reference to his passing a year and a half ago. Wasn't me. Wasn't me. I did, and I, I carry a tinge of guilt. Yeah, I would hope so. You told him that, you know, on his deathbed in 20 years, that he would look back and regret not coming on the podcast. I gave him 20 years. Yeah, he didn't even take two. Yeah, I know. It's fucked up, dude. A little bit. It's fucked up. I really thought it was funny when I did it. Just wait till the feds are knocking on your door and want to talk to you about that message. <laughs> I can't believe they haven't already. I mean, I'm just saying. There's a very real possibility of this. Well, for what it's worth, I just got back. I mean, I was at the farm. The farm, huh? Yes. Okay. Well, anyway. Well, today, guys, we're going to be smoking. And, and let me just say, all, all kidding aside, um... We really are sad to hear the passing of Bob Saget. He it was a fellow sad. brother of the Leaf, and as much as we would have liked to have had him on the show, um, you know, we weren't able to pull that off. But he he was a great comedian and had a great career, not only with Full House, Fuller House. He did the America's Funniest Home Videos, yep. which I I I think we can make the argument is the precursor to ridiculous now and YouTube or ridiculousness now YouTube. Flat out, yeah. it's a precursor to YouTube. Yeah, you're right. You'd have your funny cat videos. Where would you post them? You wouldn't yep. post them online. You'd send them in a box sacket. That's true. Yep. It's very, very true. Very true. So, anyway, yep. we... Uh, you going to pour one out for your dead homie there? You got your Dr. Pepper? <laughs> the man just died. What is wrong And you killed you? him. So, I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying. I wasn't in Florida. Where were you? Because, okay, this is the valid question here that I have. Get the Dr. Pepper. Get the DP. Yep. So, um, for the record. Just in case we get an endorsement. Okay. 23 flavors. That's right. He's the doctor. You ever not put peanuts like that, in it? Not like that Mr. Pibb guy. You, you should know? put peanuts in it. I thought that was Coke. No, it's Dr. Pepper. I thought it was Coke. Well, I don't know anyway. what um, I put lime in the coconut. Turn it all around. Um, <laughs> I totally lost my train of thought there. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Where was I? I don't know. We were talking about Bob Saget. No, where was I is what your train of thought was. No. Because he hadn't seen me in days. Oh, yes. That's exactly <laughs> it. Thank you. No, I hadn't seen you in days. Because, see, <laughs> since we dropped the episodes back to one a week, 
Yeah. Friday was obviously the replay of our first episode. And so I haven't seen you in a while. And um, where you been, buddy? I was at the farm fishing by myself. You told that to Trent on uh, Facebook, and um, I agree with Trent. You need a better alibi. <laughs> I was farm fishing by myself. You need a better alibi. Anyway, so today, guys, we're going to be smoking a cigar that I picked up while at uh, the Tinderbox in Memphis. It is Memphis, Tennessee. Memphis, Tennessee. It is the Brickhouse Beginnings TAA Exclusive Original Aged Blend. This is the... That reference, by the way, will come back to, you know, we'll we'll be talking about that in a few minutes. Okay. Um, It's the Mighty Mighty size, so it's the six and a quarter by 60. Okay, then. Um, It's your big boy. And I'm going to read a little... little, While you do that, I'm going to get mine out of the cellophane. Well, I'm going to try and read a little notation here from the J.C. Newman website, but boy, that cellophane really echoes around inside (laughs) the ice tent. And uh, we're we're jammed in the goddamn ice tent. Hey, is it that bad? It's pretty tight. Is it that bad, though? It's as as tight as this big cigar is in the cellophane. No, you have been bitching about the prospect of getting in here, and we not only have both chairs in here, we have the equipment, and we also have plenty of room for getting up and getting out. We're touching, and I don't like it. Just our arms. Just our elbows, for God's sakes. Just the tip, just to see how it feels. Not like we're, like, peened a hole or something here. (laughs) I mean, that's a whole different (laughs) fuck. can't. Like and if that. this thing catches fire, we're dead. I can make it out. Fucker. You're boned. I can make it out. And it's not going to catch fire. I hope not. I'm pretty sure it's like, I don't know if it's fireproof. Look, it's going through it. a season and a half. I don't think, thank you. I don't think it's going to catch fire. So okay, a good looking cigar. I am going to read the description from J.C. Newman. So okay. they say, before we could start. On the major restoration we just completed at our El Relo Cigar Factory in Tampa. Which, by the way, we've been there. Our team had to clear out almost 70 years worth of items from the building. During this process, we uncovered some hidden gems. One of those was a trapdoor from the 1930s with a secret staircase that went We've seen from it. the general manager's office down into the basement where they where he could hide when the Tampa Mafia would come through looking for payroll cash. We've seen it. We have seen it. Another was J.C.'s travel trunk that accompanied him on his voyage from Hungary to Cleveland in 1889. I do not remember that. But perhaps the most exciting fan for fans of our brands was a stash of 10-year-old Brickhouse cigars that was tucked away in the basement years ago to age and wait for a special occasion to arise. When we rediscovered them during our 125th year, we thought that sharing them with our TAA retailers would be a perfect fit. Fans of the Brickhouse will recognize the flavor of its distinctive blend, but will taste some notable differences in this aged version. The many years that have passed since these were rolled have created a smooth and balanced taste that only time has the ability to do. Through the aging process, the flavors have married and created a cigar more mellow and less spicy than its contemporary counterpart. Discover the taste of history and savor this once-in-a-decade Brickhouse. So, there you go. We it's have a brick the once in a house. decade brick house for today's show. So that is what is on. Do you buy that? Deck. Is that marketing marketing hype? You, you think know, it's real? I am not going to call out the fine folks at J.C. Newman as liars. <laughs> I'm not going to do that, Jeff. I don't know why you would even put that out there. <laughs> I'm just saying it sounds 
too good to be true. It does kind of sound a little too good. It does to sound be true. too good to be true. But you know what? Maybe the cigar, you know, meets the hype. I don't know. But I'm going to get the footband off. Okay. There is a footband. Don't light the footband on fire. That's pretty. Jeff shut his window. I did. He was probably getting chilly. It was, actually. The thing about that is, oh. Jeff, you're going to want that window in a I minute. hear a train in the distance. There is a train in the distance. Well, I figure if it gets too smoky in here, I'll just stick my head out of this. But then Nick pointed out that you'll, I'll... You'll look like a fat turtle. Look like a big red turtle. Fucker. <laughs> <laughs> big red turtle. God, this is a giant cigar. It is indeed. I was smelling it while you were talking about it. It smells really good. It does smell good. It's got... What? Okay. Am I crazy here, or is it just... It's almost got an oily finish to it. I mean, you know. Or is that just us under this interrogation light it that you have It just might in here? be under the spotlight that's in here, but it yeah. it feels, it feels a little oily. I well, like that. Maybe. I mean, you know, it is 11 years old at feel it. this point, cool. you know. Anyway. Well, cool. So, all right. So, um. Time to. The official cutting is cut brought, the cigar. To you, brought to you by Dan the Man Ponder over there at Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. Dan the Man Ponder, he carries. The Brickhouse Cigars. He does? I don't think he had these, but he does carry the Brickhouse Cigars. Oh. He carries the full, well, a whole ton. I, I, You know, I'm not going to say he carries the full line of J.C. Newman. I'm pretty sure he does. But I can't, I, I won't. I won't. Well, he's got, he's got Perla Domar, right? He's got Perla Domar. He's got the Brickhouse. Yeah. He's got, does he have the Caesars? Diamond Crown stuff? Pretty sure he does. I think he's got the Julius Caesar, yeah. And he's had the Yagua or Yagua in before. That's true. To, uh, three times now. Yeah. Yeah. So, boy, I, I would know. say that if Dan doesn't carry the full line, he... Okay, hold on. Does he have the Dan Quest Array? Does. Um, I don't know if he's got the Quest Array. I don't know. He might. I don't know. I'm going to look next time I'm there. You know there. what? I can't say... Well, I haven't purchased them, so I can't say that they, have, that they are or not. Yeah. Well, and that's I, the sad part is... I'm 52, and I may have just bought some a week ago, and I won't remember. Just don't remember. Yeah. But you know what? He's got a shit ton of J.C. Newman. And cigars in general. Exactly. Lots of cigars to to, to meet every palate that walks through the door. All your cigar needs. And between day or... Uh, I hear coyotes. I was going to say, I'm hearing something, and it's... <laughs> We're going to get attacked. It's a pack of coyotes pack out there. Coyotes. Um, between... Should between, I go... Between Dan the Man Ponder... I like the sound of that window stop, coming down. That, you, you need to stop that. Okay. Between Dan the Man Ponder, Miss <laughs> Cindy, and Little John, um, we every, they can help you find something for your pal. They've got something for every need. And that's the beauty of having that relationship with the brick and mortar. Because if you call them up and you're like, yep. hey, I like this one cigar, they can be like, well... Here's another cigar that you might like because yeah. they know what they're talking about. Do you mind if we stop recording for a second? You get up, get out, so I can get out of the door. I'm going to go get my AR out of my Jeep, and then that way if the coyotes come, I can start just putting down suppressing <laughs> the fire. The coyotes are way out that way. Well, I they, can shoot I, that I, way. I hear them all the time. I hear them all the time. We don't need I got trace around. We don't need to get the AR. If okay. I have to stop recording, it's going to be such a bitch. Would you really let me go get the AR and sit in here with a clip full of trades around? I mean, it'd be kind of funny. We could defend the tent. <laughs> Domino's pizza guy rolls up. It's like, 
what's the password? <laughs> you know, anyway. Just put tracers over the top exactly. of his car. <laughs> Just be like, keep it moving. Buddy. Here's the Noid, buddy. Keep it moving. Here's the Noid. <laughs> anyway, so uh, guys, make sure you swing by Dan the Man Ponder over there at Riverman Cigar Company for all your cigar needs. He's uh, he's a great guy, and uh, you know he deserves your business. So it's Dan the Man, Riverman Cigar Company. It's now time we go ahead and cut the cigar. Look at you. I know, right? Those tracer rounds are a bitch to have to clean up your uh, weapon after that. Yeah? Yeah. I really... This is my rifle. This is my gun. need to get that thing... This is for shooting. This is for really fun. really need to get that thing taken care of with Calibri. Aren't we going to do that at uh, TPE? I don't know if they will service my um, SV cutter at TPE. Last year they told they gave me the email address to just uh Well scared I was gonna shank that and reach I reach out and uh you know Yeah. Whatever. And um There you go, sir. I have not done so and I need to. Because aside from the one little screw coming out, yep. that screw, which screws into that screw, came out the other day and oh, I shit, had to you're get, coming apart. Yeah, I'm I'm like coming apart it seems. Yep. So it's like, yeah, I need to get that taken care of. So okay, let's give this guy a cold dry I did here. Not- I was afraid I was going to shank this. I, I was kinda, having trouble. I was, I was, I was, I was a little, a little hesitant with mine. Okay, not that it was brittle or anything like that. It just, it was like, you know, it's I'm, the, I'm, it's I'm the nervous. size of the cigar with your cutter. Yeah, I'm just nervous. I'm just I'm, nervous. Well, you've had a couple shank on you lately. I have had yeah. a couple shank on me lately, and it freaking sucks. I think it's a lot to do with the weather. I think you're as right. cold so, as we are here. All right, cold draw time okay. for the uh, TAA aged brick house. What are you getting on the cold draw there, buddy? Hmm. Probably shouldn't have drank that Dr. Pepper. <laughs> well, I'm getting 23 flavors. Yeah, cold draw. <laughs> Peanuts. <laughs> what, 12, 2, and 4? <laughs> hmm. <laughs> a little bit of a grassy kind of hay note to it. I think. That's what I got. A little alfalfa. S- slight mustiness to it. Not a alfalfa. not a very What's heavy, a ten year age cigar. Not a very heavy mustiness to it, but a slight, ever so slight mustiness to it that almost adds just a little bit of like, like sa- like the dust from a sour patch kid candy, but just a little little bit. No, there's just a little bit of sour in that mustiness. I don't even know what to say. No, come on, you're not getting like a little sour taste to it. Just a slight, no. ever so slight. I just. Drink a Dr. Pepper. I'm well, not getting, proud. Yes. I was say, you're just getting sweet. Yeah. Let me try the uh, cold retro. Okay. Hmm. All right. I'm like. I will that. give you alfalfa hay on the cold retro. All right. There's no. hay. There's there's like a grassy hay. I'll give you that. Okay. I give my guy a light here. I left my lighter in the. I was going to say, you don't have a lighter or a vehicle. Cutter, do you? They're both in the vehicle. Well, then you get to talk while. And I'm there's no way I can get to them because you have the door blocked. This is an ocean nightmare. <laughs> it's really not. It's dude. It's wait. Hold on. Is it an ocean nightmare? Okay, it might be. Yeah, but thankfully <laughs> we're not an OSHA company. So your heater and the bag that you put the recording equipment is blocking the door. Fuck. Ah, <sighs> uh, that's the problem. It's gonna take forever. That's the problem with these big guys like this, man. Is that God, this is going to get so smoky in here. You know, quit your bitching. I have used this tent for... Well, yeah, but it's you. normally you by yourself. Well, I mean, you know, 
I've had other people in here. Say, Pinky's been in here, and that's why Pinky ended up getting her own tent. Oh, fair enough. You know? Yeah. I like the sound of the Velcro. I will say this. I have visited Pinky. Stop it, Jeff. That is so loud on the on the thing. <laughs> just love you can't keep doing that. I don't know why. It's an ASMR thing. It's so annoying. I'm just going to so, do that the whole show. It's really annoying. Um, No, Pinky ended up getting her own tent. Now, she got the three-eye. Yes. And I'm jealous as because you've been that. in that. There's actually there would be I've room for us in that, wouldn't there? Dude, that nine extra square feet makes all the difference in the world. Oh, like, I bet. It's bigger, you know, square footage wise, obviously, but it's even taller. And there's two doors. Oh, really? There is. Mm-hmm. I was unaware of that. Mm-hmm. Pinky has not invited me over to the tent. I wonder why. I know. Do you blame her? I'm creepy as hell. I don't say keep hitting on her. Don't hit on Pinky. Even when Mr. Pinky's like sitting right there, Javier, he's like sitting right there. And you're Javier like, was the right there. Right there. He's just right there. Broad daylight. Scratched his CD right in front of him. I don't hit on Pinky. I like Pinky. Mm-hmm. I respect exactly. Pinky. It's exactly the point. <laughs> so fucking smoky. In here. It is, but you know. Ow, ow, ow. <laughs> we well, start. we're going to asphyxiate. They're going to find us in the morning with this recording still running. Here's the thing. Last year, <laughs> Jesus, dude, come on. This isn't that bad. <laughs> God, that lighter is so hot. <laughs> um, so, oh, I tooted. Oh, well, that's going to be the problem. More than the smoke, that's going to be the problem. <laughs> so, no, last year I had smoky some, fart. Last year I had some fans, and the problem is, um, a lot of my well, all of my stuff has been boxed up and uh, moved, and so um, you moved. I, I, I did anyway, and so I haven't found my fans yet. <laughs> It's going to be the whole show. Are you going to be? A, are you seriously going to be a bitch about this? This isn't that bad. I am a little bitch about this. This isn't really that bad. It's so. Thick. Do you want me? To, you want me to open the door? Yes, that would help. Okay, that would help oh a lot. Oh my god, I'm going to have to lean. This up. is a horrible idea. Everybody is. Well, where were we going to go? What were we going to do? There. So there. The door. The door is open. We're going to stretch. Oh god, damn it. What the fuck was that? That was my travel humidor. Oh, okay. Hitting the ground. It was on the ashtray. Oh, no, it's not my ashtray. <sighs> Boy, okay. the people that are listening to this is probably just like, what the hell is <laughs> The going? people watching it are thinking the same. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's... They at least get to see the thing. So, I accidentally nicked the wrapper. Oh, did you? When I took my footband off. Did you quarterize it? And it's causing some bubbling. Uh-oh. And I would carterize it, except for the fact that the lighter is still molten hot. Because <laughs> somebody decided that they were going to We're going to asphyxiate it here. We can't do this. We have to do it. Suck it up and deal with it. This is the worst idea. It can be done. 
Not that bad. Quit your goddamn coughing. Jesus Christ. Not that bad. It's pretty bad. Mm-mm. Yeah. You really don't think it's smoky in here? No. It blows right out. Anyway, so... You're being such a bitch. What are you getting on the goddamn cigar? <laughs> it's a good cigar. You, we're but doing I'm one s- of these a freaking week, and this is the effort you're giving the people. Why? If I can't breathe, I can't breathe. <laughs> Where are you going to sit? What do you want to do? I don't know. You want to move to the car? The stationary car? No, that Because that's be just as bad, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Can't go inside. Nope. Oh. Yeah, we're kind of fucked. Yep. So anyway, um, uh, it's a very good cigar so far. I mean, when I do, it I tastes do. like a much more mild, mellow brick house. Exactly. It does. They're right about that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. I just, okay, I'm gonna slow smoke. I just kind of want to get past the crack points, and then at that point, I can really enjoy it. But anyway. So it's on me. What else you had going on? <laughs> what the hell, man? That's the most random, horrible <laughs> transition. Do you not have anything? I, I have thought nothing. You, I thought you were going to start having something. I literally said, since we're doing one of these a week, you can start having something. What you were mentioning Memphis earlier? What the hell was that all about? Okay, Memphis, Tennessee. Jesus. You and I, before we started recording, were watching Stone Cold Stunner. What the hell was it? Stone Cold Steve Austin's the what a Broken Skull Sessions. Yeah. It's basically a sit down with him and another wrestler where they just talk about their career. And it's him and Jerry the King Lawler. Exactly. And I haven't watched the whole thing. You were telling me about it. And I said, I want to see this before we started recording. So You did want to see that before I we did. started recording. The whole Andy Kaufman thing. When he was doing the intergender wrestling and he was wrestling women, and then Jerry kicks his ass, you know, in the in the ring, and they end up on Letterman. I remember all this. Like I'm old enough, I remember all this going down. Yeah, it was uh, early early eighties. It was indeed the early eighties. Yes. I think what eighty two somewhere 82 there. Eighty two is when he fought Andy Kaufman in yeah. the ring. Yeah, yeah. So I was like eleven or what would I have been? I guess eleven or twelve. And I remember watching this. I remember seeing all this go down. I remember the episode with them on Letterman. Why at 12 years old I was up watching Letterman, I don't know, but I was. I don't know. I remember this. And I don't, it's probably because they said Jerry Lawler was going to be on there, and I was into wrestling when I was a kid, you know, wrestling at the chase and all yeah, that. I'd so race you were like, watch. all right, fine, I'm going to watch it for this. Yeah. yeah. And I was always in Idol anyway, even as a kid. So, but I remember all this going down and like just watching in horror as Jerry the King Lawler, you know, just annihilates Andy Kaufman. Right there on the shoe. Yeah. And, you know, turns out, after it's all said and done, if Jerry, the King Lawler, is to be believed, it was all set up. Him and Andy were friends, and they made it all up. It's true. But at the time, man, it seemed real as hell. It did. It did. And I think most of the nation believed it was real. Probably. Yeah. And so we were watching that. I'm watching Jerry the King Lawler retell like, the story. I was like six months old. Oh, my God. But anyway, just want that for the record. It was very, very... I'm still playing with the... Stop <laughs> it! <laughs> it was very entertaining, though, to watch Jerry the King Lawler recount this story. 
Like yeah. I was enthralled watching it for the ten or fifteen minutes that that part of the show was on. We were watching. But yeah, Andy Kaufman was such a dick about it's it, spiraling out of control. Oh God, you've got a problem. My yes, the split in my cigar has spiraled out of control. Mine's doing good. I really effed it up taking that foot band off. And I have got little splits all down the bottom half oh, no. of this thing. You want to just go grab another stick? No, because I'm going to power through. I'm going to try and it's get a shame it. that you're having trouble because this is actually a really good. Cigar. I was going to say this is one I've actually been sitting on yeah. since September, and I've been really. Do you want to trade? Over- no, I don't want to trade. That's gross. You've been licking all over that thing. Anyway, you guys saw it. I tried to be nice. Mm-hmm. I really, truly did. You did. So, buddy, it it was an interesting show. I, I mean, oh, I've, yeah. I've enjoyed it. Um, and I'll tell you, Steve Austin, he's a good interviewer. You know, he get he gets into it with these guys and everything. He's a good interviewer. Well, and he knows wrestling. Uh-huh. You know, let's be honest. The guy knows wrestling. The episode he did with Ric Flair was really good, too. I haven't seen that yet. Yeah. I need to do that. Nature boy. Um... But uh, on a totally separate subject, okay. moving on. We're moving subjects. on, okay. You concerned at all about TPE? A lot of things are getting... You're saying whether it's going to happen? A lot of things are getting canceled at the last minute here. I don't know. And I'm um, more concerned about the the flight out and everything. And I mean, it's it could get canceled. It's, what, two weeks away? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this could be rough. I mean, I just heard that the uh, Habanos Festival down in Cuba, it's been canceled. Hmm. Um, we weren't invited to that, though. We were not, and uh, I would not be going, but that's neither here nor there. Um, but, you know, but the point is, I am a little concerned about, oh, God damn it. <laughs> what are you doing to that cigar? Well, the wrapper lit up and started flaking, and... Uh, Oh, yeah, you're on camera. Everybody saw it. Look at this. This is, like, coming all apart. It's split all the way up now. How in the world did that happen? I don't know. But, like, you you guys can see it. Is it just from us coming out in the cold? I don't know if it's coming out in the cold or if this... It almost seems like this cigar may have been dropped at some point. But... Mine's doing great. I don't know. I kind of feel bad for you. You really ought to just go get another cigar. God damn it. Well, I have more cigars sitting right there, but it's like it just pisses me off because like, I know. I really want to fucking enjoy it. Mm. It is a good stick. It's a good smooth smoke. I even fucking tried to cut it smooth. and I can't do this, dude. I'm going to have wrapper flying everywhere. I know. Look at that. Just I know. Look at that. I see it. I'm going to show the viewers at home. I'm going to lean up here. Look at that, guys. Look yeah. at what that one little split and everything. It just, it went to hell. I'm wondering. I'm really upset about that. I'm wondering if it was a temperature change, bringing it out and then coming in the tent with it. If just being out in the cold weather did it in. I haven't had this problem any other time sitting out here. So. The only difference between yours and mine. Yeah. You took yours out of the wrapper a few minutes earlier to get a picture. Valid. Would that little bit of time have changed it that much? I don't know. I wouldn't think so. I mean, that would be an awful lot of destruction 
in a short period in of time. In a very short period of time. Yeah. I don't know. Well, all right, guys. Well, I guess Jeff is going to have to let you know his thoughts on the uh, Brick House age. I'm sorry. I hate that for you age, because you were so excited about this cigar. I know. I brought two of them back from, from Memphis. Could you? There's no way you could that. even cut that down lower and restart. No, because it's all the splits going all the way up to the band now. Oh, okay, you're done. Yeah, so I'm I'm fucking done. So, yep. I don't know what I'm going to smoke. In theory, and I've done this before, but you know, you know me, I'll power through. You could just take the wrapper off. Yeah. Just smoke the binder yeah. and filler. I don't like doing that. That's just that is not a preferred thing. Well, I'm going to move on to another. Cigar out of my travel humidor. Okay. And uh looks like it's going to be the Perdomo Reserve 10th Anniversary Maduro. Just because... I can't imagine you having that in your humidor. That's what I had in my travel humidor. And... uh hope to God. I really actually feel bad. I wish I'd gotten the one that was messed up. Really hope to God this works. Because <laughs> I know how much you were excited about smoking the yeah, cigar. You know, it happens. That sucks. It does suck. Anyway. Uh, okay. Cut, no split. Okay, I gotta like analyze it now. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this time of year has been it's been really bad. It has for been. humidity. Um, so yeah. So I threw an extra bova to pack in my humidor the other day just to try to keep up. Yeah, because it is dry in St. Louis right now. It is indeed dry and cold. Dry and cold. So you went to see a movie the other day. Mm-hmm. Was it the three five five? What'd you think? Because I, I kind of want to see it. It's got some people in it I really like. It was all right. I mean, you know, look, for an action flick, would I pay movie theater price for it? Probably not. Okay, so wait till it's streaming. Wait, wait for streaming. Yeah. It was all right. I almost said wait for video. Mm-hmm. Not even a thing anymore. Yeah, wait for wait for wait for video or uh, streaming. Yeah, um, it was good for that. But uh, no, it was it was a fine movie. It was good. It was all right. You know, nothing, <laughs> nothing special. Yeah, but nothing. What's bad. got? What is it? Is it Diane or Diana Kruger? It's the the lady from uh, the. I don't, I don't know. It's got a bunch of people. Jay. It's got she's she's got from the, the uh, National Treasure it. movies. It's got the Winter Soldier in it. The Winter Soldier. Sebastian Stan. Oh, I didn't know he was in it. Yeah, he's in it. Um, yeah, it's got a handful of people. I mean, it's it's. Not, Penelope Cruz. Cruise. Look, she's in it. She's in it. Um, I loved got, her in Sahara. Uh, Did you ever see that? No, you've talked about it before. You need to watch that. That is actually, it's a popcorn movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, uh, all right, all right, all right. What's his name? Uh, Matthew McConaughey. It's and Matthew this, McConaughey being Matthew McConaughey. This is also a popcorn movie. This is this is an action flick for for women. It's that's kind of what it looked like. It's very women forward, you know, and everything, which is great. I mean, no power or problem. I mean, you know, whatever. More power to them. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah. Not not no power. <laughs> like, more power. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. <laughs> His cigar blew up and he's just, I'm just lost. Thrown the fuck off. Yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, it was uh it was a good movie. It was a, I, like I said, wait for wait for streaming. 
that's the beauty. You can wait for streaming now, and it's not very it's, it's long. It's like a week and a half. It's yeah. like a very short window. I mean, uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife is out on streaming now and doing it gangbusters is. on that platform. Kristen like, and Addie have already already it. rewatched it. Really? Yeah. Oh, good. Well, there went my phone. What the? God damn it. <laughs> this tent's so small. <laughs> no, the problem is we're using my table for the equipment and yeah. everything. If I had the access to my table, I'd be good, but I don't. But you do not. I do not. That was, uh, you know what? I got to give you credit for picking it up by the cord there. Why would I? So that was that was very good instead of just reaching down to get the phone. Well, yeah. It was inventive. I'm proud of you. Anything to avoid a sit-up. <laughs> I get that. <laughs> Trust me. Everyone knows we're doing what we can to avoid that. I mean, you take one look at the YouTube video, you can tell that we've done everything to avoid that. We are filling up the screen. <laughs> yeah, Trey. We're filling up the screen, you sack. Anyway, <laughs> um, I don't I don't know, Jeff. I don't. I, have, I know. I mean, it's been a week. I don't know what else to say. I did watch if you if you don't want to trigger anything yet. I did watch a really good TV show, mm-hmm. and I think you've seen it, or at least you've seen one season of it. Huh? I watched a really good TV show. I just I actually binge watched it this weekend. What show? Goliath. Oh, oh God, that was really good. It's been a long time since Billy I've seen Bob it. Thornton. I've seen the first season. So yeah, good it's, in that. It's good. It's just uh, it's been a while since. I I've will been. say season two show. went a little bit off the rails in my mind. Okay, and season four had some weird stuff in it too. But it's it's basically if anybody hasn't seen it, um, the, the long and short is you got Billy Bob Thornton, who's kind of a washed up, I'd say alcoholic uh, attorney. I think that's fair. Out of the business, and he gets pulled back in, kind of begrudgingly, into a case. And ends up just doing a phenomenal job and winning. It feels kind of like, what if Perry Mason were an angry drunk? Yeah. You know? Yeah, a little bit. For those people in the audience that know who Perry Mason is. (laughs) Both of them. Exactly. A couple of our older listeners are going, ah, I used to like the Raymond Burr. Matt Locke. (laughs) Did you know Raymond Burr fought that giant lizard in Japan? (laughs) He did. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my god he did he was actually edited in see the original japanese godzilla they didn't have him but then for the american audience they're like we need a star so let's get raymond burr <laughs> and plugged in <laughs> and they like film these scenes with raymond burr and like intersperse them throughout that's why you never see raymond burr and the lizard interact <laughs> <laughs> happened a lot back in the day <laughs> well yeah because i mean you know you got to make that japanese stuff palatable for us stupid american audience yep. kind of like breakfast at tiffany's it's true what you'll get that in a second <laughs> i don't think breakfast at tiffany's came from japan yeah and neither did the guy that played an asian in it oh <laughs> <laughs> It took you a minute. <laughs> Very offensive. Yes. He's a big name actor, too. He is. Yeah. He is. Name. What's the name? Um, I don't Wait, why did I lock up on it? I don't, I don't know. Is it? 
Oh, God. You got to look it up now. I you do. have to. I was say now, you know. I'm on the clock now. I'm trying to beat you. Um, God, what was his name? It was so offensive. Like, I'd never seen the movie. And I watched it um, a couple of months ago. And I'm like, oh, my God. No wonder everybody, like, is appalled by this. Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney. Please. He, play, oh. he played Mr. Yunioshi. Yeah. It's bad. Mr. Yunioshi. Yes. By Mickey Rooney. Did you see the picture? <sighs> no, I saw the picture of Mickey Rooney. No, look at the picture of him as that character. You were not going to believe that Mr. Hollywood did this. Yuki. Yuki Own. I can't wait for your reaction. Hang on. Yuni Oshi. Unioshi, that's it. I'm yes. like mispronouncing it. It's Unioshi. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Is that not the most that's offensive? That's Mickey Rooney? Yes. Is that not the most offensive thing you've ever seen? Oh my god, guys. That's Mickey Rooney. <laughs> oh, that's not right. I know. Oh my god, there's an article on Japan. Japan's 70-year struggle against Hollywood film stereotypes. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my gosh. Everybody talks about that movie, and I watched it. I'm like, oh, my God, this is horrible. Yeah. Oh, my God, Jeff. I know. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> that's horrible. <laughs> right? Oh, that's so have horrible. You, you've never seen the movie, have you? No. Oh, I mean, I knew about Audrey Hepburn in it, but like, or well, she's a Hepburn delicate flower. It, like, exactly. But yeah. like, but Mickey Rooney. Uh huh. Oh, Mickey. <laughs> Not so fine. Not so fine. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Look at us being woke enough to call out 70 year old fucking <laughs> actor choices. <laughs> <laughs> How did they think that was okay even then? Well, mm-hmm. somebody was like, let's make fun of an Asian. Let's <laughs> get Mickey Rooney to do it. You know? <laughs> Mickey Rooney hates Asians. Mickey Ro- <laughs> <laughs> he comes in, he's like, I kicked four on the way here just today. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my> Jesus. <laughs> Holy shit. Well... I think we're getting asphyxiated in here. <laughs> this is the episode when we get racist <laughs> towards Asians and make jokes about Bob Saget's death. <laughs> this is not our finest <laughs> no. hour. No, this is fucked up. Well, you know what? It's I, a lack of oxygen in the tent. How about how about we just make an executive decision here? Do it. Shall we play a game? You talking to me? I have a question for you. You gotta ask me nicely. Ask me about my winner. You got a question. You asked the Come on, sucker. Let's get, Let's it, get on. it on. It's time now, guys, for Ask the Boys, where <clears> we <throat> answer your listener questions. You can get your questions in by calling the Ask the Boys hotline at area code 863-874-0000. Okay. Now, you guys have been la- a little, little lacking on the on the questions here. You know, we have, we have a couple calls. I thought they'd at least give us grief about going back to... One live episode a week. I thought so, too. Yeah. But no, not so but, much. But, but no. Whatever. So, no. So, we've got a few calls here. So okay. So, why don't we go ahead and kick things off with the first caller. I'm Let's do this. I'm remember, trying to remember when we last... Oh, my, oh, we listened to that one. So, okay. We got to listen okay. to this one. So, okay. 
Nick, Gator, it's just Dave again. Hey, uh, kind of fun listening to that very first episode again, the uh, Winston Churchill cross-dressing episode. Uh, for the record, um, it, it, it's a possibility that Churchill was a cross-dresser. In my mind, you, you know, the Brits are a little you know, off sometimes. Anyway, um, just an observation and maybe an encouragement too, because, you know, I know that everyone needs to hear a little encouragement from time to time. Uh, first of all, I want to say you guys have come a long way since the, uh, since the inaugural episode. Uh, audio quality alone has been uh, significantly upgraded and improved, so congrats on that. True. Um, also, I wanted to say what is really, uh, I'm grateful for is that Jeff Gator no longer uses the word delightful every 42 <laughs> seconds uh, because it sounds real douchey. And um, so, yeah, so I'm glad that is uh, off the table now and you've moved on to other things. Um, keep up the good work. Um, looking forward to seeing where the podcast goes, even if it's just once a week. All right. Take care, boys. Well, Dave, that call was delightful. You know, dude, <laughs> if I remember right, after we put out that first we episode, did. We, we made fun of ourselves. It was very apparent, going back and listening to it, just how frequently you leaned on the crutch of delightful. You had one, too. That being said, I think. Yeah. You did we, that a lot in the beginning. We, we both had our things in the beginning. That's how we developed Pulpit Bingo. It's true. For a while. But, that is true, but actually. But, dude, delightful, you said it a lot. Well, if something's delightful, you have to call it <laughs> yeah, but a like, spade a spade. I mean, like, is that the preferred nomenclature anymore? I'm pretty sure that was racist. <laughs> I don't think it is. Spade a spade. God, I, God, I'm, I'm pretty not. sure spade a spade is racist. What isn't anymore? I'm, 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 I mean, Ricky, Ricky, or Ricky, Mickey, Mickey, Mickey Rooney still is. That's still I, offensive. I, dude, and now we're taking shots at the British. Uh, that was Dave, not us. I'm just saying, this show is just all sorts of just, I mean, we're equal opportunity picking on people at this point. We're not necessarily politically correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Dave, thanks for the call. He is right about the audio quality, by the way. So, like, Well, and that's you. you you've put some money into the soundboard. And the uh, headsets and mics. In the beginning, my microphone literally sat in a fake plant, and that was my microphone stand. You remember that? Yeah, for a while. So, yeah. um, so <laughs> NPR, I don't want to tell you how good this cigar is, by N- the way. NPR in 2013 put out a uh, article: "Is it racist to call a spade a spade?" And apparently. In the past century, the phrase has begun to acquire a negative racial overtone. Son of a bitch. Historians trace the origins of the expression, the Greek phrase, to call a fig a fig and trow a trow. Yes, a trow. Exactly who it was, the first author, blah, 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 lost history. Uh, I never heard of fig a fig, Um, but anyway. Where do we get to it? Um, Okay, this... Erasmus, the renowned hum- humanist and classical scholar, translated the phrase from Greek to Latin, and in so doing, he dramatically changed the phrase from to a trowel to a spade. Call a spade a spade. Yeah. Okay. Spade stuck because of his influence in intellectual circles. Blah blah blah. So it is what it is. So it entered the English language um, in fifteen forty-two. Famous authors. I wasn't around then. Used it. Include Charles Dickens, among others. Um, to be clear, the spade in Erasmus's translation has nothing to do with the deck of cards, but rather the gardening tool. Um, yeah. you know, whatever. However, 
So early uses did not refer to either race or skin color. Thank you. Okay. Um, do, 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 do. Um, but somewhere through here. But that's the problem while you're looking. That's the problem. Here we go. Apparently the okay sign, which I almost made and then stopped myself, is racist now. Did in, you know that? In the 1920s, during the Harlem Renaissance, spade began to evolve into code for a black person. I've never heard that. to Patricia T. O'Connor and Stuart Kellerman's book, The Origins of Sp- Species, Mi- Myths and Misconceptions of the English Language. The Oxford English Dictionary says the first appearance of the word spade as a reference to, reference to blackness was in Claude McKay's 1928 novel Home to Harlem, which was notable for its depictions of street life in Harlem in the 1920s. Um, blah, blah, blah. Goes from there. I've never um, read that, by the way. So, so yeah. So <clears throat> the word would I, further I, change, and eventually the phrase black as the ace of spades also became widely used. Okay, further, that's offensive. Further strengthening the association between spades and playing cards. But it's um, not a spade, like a playing card. Is it? It's like a hoe or a trowel. Yeah, but see, it, it's it's changed. And so the long and short of it is eventually... By 1989, people were starting to say that uh, the phrase is uh, deeply offensive if used by non-blacks. Son of a bitch. And all that. So um, I can't say anything. Let's go to the last paragraph. So what does all this mean for people who want to, to, well, call a spade a spade? The author urges caution. (sighs) Concludes the case study with the argument that to call a spade a spade should be retired from modern usage rather than taking the chance of unintentionally offending someone or being misunderstood. It's best to relinquish all old innocuous proverbial expressions altogether. All I have are Mind old you, innocuous. This is in, what, whatever this is, expression. This is NPR. So of course NPR is going to tell you to you know yeah. err on the side of not saying something. But the point is there is some legitimate point to I, the idea of saying I swear to God until you brought it up I've never heard that that could be offensive anyway I'm just, I had I'm no just, idea I'm just pointing it out to you bud now you know now you can't so you were it. calling me a what a what now, now you can't now you can't you know say that you don't know see it's all about the knowledge Jeff I'm just trying to make you a better person the more you know we need that little NBC thing <laughs> <laughs> just trying to make you a better person buddy anyway moving on to the next call here you know there's no improving this though by the way no. You get that right. Oh, I know. Okay. I know. Oh. oh, my God. Hit a button. No. Maybe hit another button. Hey, guys. It's Rob. Uh, just wanted to hey, tell Rob. you guys, listen to the replay of the first episode, uh, and really just kind of wanted to say it was very nice to hear uh, kind of the beginning. As I guess you would call me a relatively new listener that I haven't heard it before, so I was great to hear. And I guess my really only question is kind of a stupid question, is one point in the show when uh, Nick was saying where all the tobaccos were from, and he said Estelite, and Gator didn't respond with, you can really taste the Estelite. Am I the only one that still said it to myself, or did you guys actually still say it? Thanks. Have a great day, and stay smoking. I can explain that. Okay. At that point in our cigar journey, my palate was not refined enough to taste the Esteli. But Jeff, being an Esteli man, 
He was very quick to refine his palate. Oh, no. To be able to taste the Esteli. You can really taste the Esteli. Jeff, way more than me, really likes the Esteli. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, (laughs) he likes to taste it. I'm getting frostbite on my hand, by the way. I wish I could turn the camera and show people what I'm doing with my cigar so I don't asphyxiate and die. <laughs> You've got it out the window of the tent. I do. I'm yeah. holding, and like my fingertips are starting to get numb. Just keep your goddamn hand in the tent. I, but then the smoke comes in and chokes me. It's really not that bad. Yes. Oh my. Here, ask anyone that has had pain painfully listen to me. Well, don't close more windows. <laughs> if I close that... It might create a cross breeze between the window and the door. Okay, we'll go with that. To where then you can maybe bring your hand inside. That was a nice call from Rob. It was a nice call from Rob. We appreciate you guys listening to the retro episode. We'll be uh, doing some more of those at least through the first quarter of the year. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you know, The highlight reel. And he's, but they're right. The audio quality did improve a lot. Oh, absolutely. I know I brought that up yeah, earlier while absolutely. I was looking at the spade a spade thing, but you know... <laughs> Now, now I'm offended that you're saying it, and I didn't know it was offensive. <laughs> God damn it. Next call. Hey, guys. Uh, this is Noah. I'm Noah. 49 on Instagram. Uh, this one is directed more to Gator. Gator. I don't know when this episode will air, if it would fall under the too soon category. Nope. <laughs> but if I'm keeping score at home, Gator... Uh, you asked Bob Saget to be on the podcast. He did. And shortly thereafter, he died. He, uh, did. he seemed pretty healthy and just kind of unexpectedly died. Um, I'm not blaming you. Should. But I do have a question for you. Uh, could you please invite Jake Paul, <laughs> Pete Davidson, and Nancy Pelosi on the podcast? Thank you. Okay. I'm going to check the transcript here. Jake Paul, D- Pete Davidson, and Nancy Pelosi were the three. Well, you're all invited. <laughs> Gator will be sending you a direct message here shortly, giving you a death clock as to when you're going to regret damn. not coming on the podcast. <laughs> For the record, I gave Saget 20 years. He didn't take them all. <laughs> Dude. Dude. Too soon. <laughs> getting close. Getting, getting danger, danger close. <laughs> You're circling it. I just feel bad for those girls. They're orphans now. They lost their mother. Their two uncles moved in and helped out. You know, Danny and oh, taking Jesus. care of them. But now, now they're all orphans. You know, my money was on Goulet or whatever his name is. <laughs> oh, oh, oh um, not Goulet. Dave, <laughs> Dave Coulier. Coulier. Yeah. He was true. the one I thought would go no, first. You know what? That's true. And and if any of them was, I mean, let's be real. What does Dave Coulier have to live for these days? I mean, I mean, he's probably hanging out in his fucking Canadian basement just going like, I wish I had some words. <laughs> you know? I mean, like, what the fuck? Is he going to bring that hand puppet yeah, to the, the funeral? He's got the, he's got the beaver puppet or the, um, no, it's a woodchuck. He's like, woodchuck. <laughs> he's like did somebody say words? You know? <laughs> it's like, you know that's all it is. Oh my god! That's no. I will say, (laughs) Uncle Jesse is going to do like a drum solo at the funeral, and I think that's really a nice tribute. Yeah, they'll have the Beach Boys playing it. (laughs) What is wrong with us? I don't know. I don't know. You know, I like to think. 
pet. I wonder if they'll... <laughs> no, you know what? I'd like to think that Bob Saget, in his incredibly wretched sense of humor... He would think this is funny. ...would appreciate yes. some of this. If yeah. anybody would, he would. I mean, dude... Did you see the bit that I posted the parishioners group with him talking about the donkey that they brought onto the show? Yeah. And how he got in a large erection. Yes. And he started calling the donkey pepper mill because the penis reminded him of the pepper mill <laughs> at the restaurants. <laughs> I'm like, that guy would have fit in great on our show, you know? What was Uncle Jesse's wife's name? Prisoner number 4059824. That's where I was going. I wonder if they're going to let her out for the funeral. No. <laughs> I can just hear people turning this off right now. Oh, we're going to get a cease and desist from uh, everyone. Know, everyone associated with Full House. Let's just put it this way. Tips hurt. Let's put it this way. Our oh, they're odds, turning red. Our, Look at that. Our odds of getting Candace Bergen on this show are pretty much nil at this point. <sighs> Were we trying to get wait, Candace Bergen? It's Candace Bergen. Oh, wait, that's Murphy Brown. <laughs> Why do we want Murphy Brown? I don't want Murphy Brown what on was, here. What was DJ's name? It's Candace. Uh, Candace Cameron. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like she married some hockey player now, and his last name starts with a B. That's true. So um, that's, that's why I got mixed up with Bergen. <laughs> Oh, that was Murphy Brown. That was all wrong. That was another 80s show that, or 90s, I guess I should say. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Final question here. (laughs) We got a better chance of getting Candace's brother on the show than her. I don't think we're getting anybody on the show at Kirk, this point. Kirk can come on. Nobody's going to... Actually, know what? You know, I actually take that back. We're going to get everybody on the show. You know why? Because they're Because if shitless. they don't fucking yeah. come on the show, they're going to die alone in a hotel room. Just saying. Oh, my God. <laughs> Gator going to come get you. <laughs> I want to apologize. I mean, I feel bad. I feel horrible, actually. We didn't do anything. Well, no. <laughs> we were <laughs> I feel bad. I feel bad because that's not a way to go. I'm not going to lie. That is not a way to go. I'm not going to lie. And I know I use that as a crutch for anybody out there keeping track. Put that. Put your bingo chip on. It's delightful Or have a drink. Lie. Whichever game you're doing. It's delightful, yes. It's delightful when you don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> Would think that that text that I sent was funny. It would be Bob Saget. <laughs> I sent it to you, didn't I? Well, he's not laughing now. Well, obviously. <laughs> All I know. did I sent it to you. Read it to everybody. Tell them what I actually said. Because okay. I sent three texts to the man and you got did. no response. You did. And let's be honest. He's bu- he, Well, he was busy. Um, You know, had a lot of things going on and didn't have time. Now. To deal with my ignorant ass. But I thought if anybody would get the humor in this, Bob Saget would. He's not doing anything now. Dude, you changed your profile picture on Facebook to a teardrop. I just want that for the record for everybody. So on September the 9th. (laughs) I'm not proud of that. On September the 9th of 2020, you wrote, would you consider coming on our Cigar Pulpit podcast? We'd love to interview you for the cast. I thought, okay, hold on. I thought that September 9th, 2020. I thought that was a very good opening remark. How about that? Okay. So for your follow-up, Salvo. 11 days later, I was ignored for 11 days. You came in on September 20th. Just checking back. We'd love to have you as a guest on our podcast. Then came the kill shot. Crickets chirped. 
September 26th, Mr. Saget, I'm just worried that 20 years from now you will be laying on your deathbed filled with regret for not doing our podcast. Let the cigar pulpit help you keep your conscience clear. (laughs) (laughs) That right there, by the way, is what's going to get you visited by the feds. And by the way, guys, there is his profile picture. If you go to the YouTube right now, you can see... His profile picture. In my defense, Facebook. you're the one that encouraged me to do that. You asked me, should I do it? And I said, well, yeah, you yeah, killed him. Absolutely. So you might as well take the Did credit with the teardrop. So, you know, here God, we are. I have a tinge of guilt. I mean, yeah. I thought that third text was really funny. And I thought if anything is going to get his attention with his sense of humor, it would be that. It didn't work. Oh, he got his attention. All right. <laughs> God, I hope it's not the last thing he thought about. Probably not. God, I'd really hope not. <laughs> we got to move on. This okay. is so wretched. All right, moving on. <laughs> I want to apologize. Final call to everyone, especially right the now. Saget family. We're really sorry. <laughs> we truly are, and no, I know we really we, actually are. We feel horrible. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> not we, about not about the text, but just no, about his passing. I kind of feel horrible about the whole fact that there's this like taint about it because like. Somehow I feel connected to it. <laughs> and I shouldn't. Well, like, the, I'm not. The I'm, goddamn parishioners page exploded yesterday. Oh, we'll get to. Th- All right. When I say the- yesterday, I'm by, by yesterday, I mean, we're recording. We're recording on Monday yeah. for Tuesday. So, you know, it, it happened on Sunday night. So, no, I would just like to be. I would just like to point out. I was out to dinner Sunday night and my phone blew up. Yeah. I mean, I had. 20 some 22 23 unread text messages i had countless facebook um alerts i mean there were like four or five instagram messages you guys every single one of you decided to message me at the same time and be like holy shit bob second died where's yes. gator what did gator do what? like gator what did you do that's what a, everybody said it was a very common refrain of like gator what did you do to bob saget so, like, yeah, you were prime suspect number one, buddy. We're going to hell just for this cast. This episode is yeah. what locked it in. Anyway, um, yeah, fine. Move, moving on to the last question here. I still think Saget would have thought this was funny, though. Anyway. Hey, Jerry Polanski here. Jesus. Uh, hey, guys, I've been doing some catching up on your head <laughs> podcast here. Uh, call back to the New Year's Eve show, as it turns out. Um as far as my personal porn history searches, uh, the only category I search for my porn is uh, two fat middle-aged men talking about cigars. Anywho, that is what floats my boat, as it turns out. I also recently watched your first ever podcast, or I should say listen to it there, as it turns out. I had not listened to that one previous. I think I started listening to uh, your podcast about episode 10, so I never caught your first one. Um, you know, you got better. Uh, I remember my first time, Did we? as it turns out. Did we? Unfortunately for old Jerry Pulaski here, it was not my stepfather's first time. Oh, Jesus. God. 
Oh my <laughs> god! Did you cut him off? No, or did that end no, there? it ended there. Oh, thank That's god! Where it ended. Um, I was going to give you credit for cutting him. No, off. no, no! It just ended there. I'm pretty sure Jerry Pulaski just admitted to flogging the dolphin to our podcast on YouTube. Pretty sure that's what I just heard. Down there in Noah's crawl space. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. What is wrong with all of us? (laughs) I don't know. You know, that's an option. Maybe we should start uploading the show to Pornhub. Maybe OnlyFans. I mean... We're not getting, we're we're not big enough to get only. I'm fans. getting a sunburn from your like car it's, like light it's here. It's just the light. It's not that it's big so deal. bright. Anyway, guys, that's been this week's it's ask very the boys. unforgiving. It's been this week's ask filter. The, ask the boys. Make sure you get your calls into us by calling the Ask the Boys hotline at area code eight six three eight seven four zero 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 zero. So, so Jeff, how, what, what are you getting on your brick house there? Your aged brick house. Talk, I don't want to tell you. Talk about the brick house. No, I don't want to tell you. We need to talk about the brick house. That was it's, the point. Mine is sitting over here, just withering and dying. Dead. But you know, but yours. yours this is thing's about a great cigar. I've had an impeccable burn line. I've noticed. I've been ashing out the window a lot because you have the ashtray over there and I don't. So I have been knocking the ash off, well, but I, I don't think you I had could to easily ash out the window. I didn't yeah, but I don't think I have had to. I, didn't I think just you'd have, have to hang your hand out the window. <laughs> It's so cold. We all cold in here. Oh, Jesus, that's cold. I know. <laughs> God. I mean. <laughs> I can't feel my fingers. Look at the The smoke is blowing this way, though. Not when I puff on it. It's fine. Push it. That's the whole goal. Like, when you exhale, like, <sighs> push the smoke that way. There, how'd that work? Worked out well, I thought. Anybody that's watching knows better. Whatever. Better. Anywhere. See, look how much it's putting off a ton of smoke. That's part of the problem in the tent. Because look how much smoke this thing's still putting off, and I'm not even puffing on it. So what? No, normally that would be a good thing. In this tiny little enclosed space, oh, it's be not. Be a man and suck it up. It's not that bad in here. I mean, you can still see the other side of the tent. <laughs> you would <sighs> never survive hotboxing, dude. I don't want to be hotboxed. <laughs> I'm just saying. Come Is that on. like a Dutch oven? No, that's a fart thing. Okay, what's a hot box? That's when you just close everything up and smoke inside. Oh God, that'd kill you. Ed Sullivan, he he does it in his car on the way to work every day. Why? He doesn't when in the wintertime he doesn't roll down the windows. He's like it's cold out, so he just hot boxes in the car. I can't do that. I, I have to have a window cracked. Yeah, I think it'd be bad, but yeah, um, I mean it's kind of badass, but it's got to be horrible for you too. You would think. Yeah, so. I would think so. Um, so. We uh, we do have our box from our good friend, Nick Gervais, mm-hmm. and what do you think? The next uh, live show, we'll be having him on? Gonna yeah, I'll reach, I'll reach out. out to him and touch base, and we'll figure that out. So that being said, what is My Monthly Cigar? So My Monthly Cigar is a premium cigar subscription service where you can get um, a box of cigars sent to your door every month. We get the El Presidente, which is eight cigars for $50. He also has the Robusto, which is four cigars for $30. The difference being the El Presidente comes with two of everything that's in the Robusto box. <laughs> Jeff is desperately trying to fill this place with smoke so that I can choke and die during the middle of this read. But uh, both are covered by the MSRP guarantee. 
stating <laughs> that the value of the cigars within the box is guaranteed to meet the price of the box. And guys, make sure you use offer code PULPIT. P-U-L-P-I-T. Get you free shipping on the first box or 20% off any of the items on Nick's online store. And by the way, when you're over there at MyMonthlyCigars.com, you can pick up some fucking good coffee. It really is he good, has guys. multiple different varieties, but I know for a fact he's got the uh, Daily Press, which is the cigar pulpit blend on it's there. true. And you can get some of that, and it's great to smoke cigars with. It's so true. It's over there at MyMonthlyCigars.com. Guess what, motherfucker? Oh, well, my. it is that time for us to talk about... Three cigars that we smoked and enjoyed this week. See, that's the beauty of us doing the one show now, Jeff. Get it all in. We're getting everything in. It's right. It's all in. You know, you get you get to ask the boys. You get the you get the Tiger King. It's all there. You know. So anyway, um, I met him. Are are you? you, We've heard. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Well, you want to go first? Okay. Go first. I had an incredible Perla Delmar. Hmm. And I. It's funny, Kristen Sticking and I, the folks from J.C. Newman. Yep, Kristen and I sat out in the uh, garage the other night because the deck was too cold to smoke in. She yep. wanted to have a cigar. We pulled the car out, popped, cracked the door a little bit, had the heater going, and smoked that. And her only complaint was I, that the Perla Delmar that I had is a box press, and it's a hard box press. It's like yeah. a six by sixty, and it was a putting off a ton of smoke, but it filled the garage up with smoke. And she's smoking, you know, some little. I think she had a. Uh, Leather Rose, Petite Corona, and then uh, a similar size in a Sweet Jane. She had two okay. while I was smoking this big, giant Perla Delmar. <laughs> and she's like, that thing puts off a lot of smoke. I'm like, yeah, it does. Yes, it does. It was probably not the appropriate choice for smoking in the garage. But man, is that a good cigar. Mm. Now, and I'll tell you, I did you the little trick with it. You know what? garage. You do what you do. I I'm sorry. It's her garage. So you better. It's true. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I did something the other day with my cigar okay. and we've seen uh, some people do this uh, over a Riverman. We watched this go down. Did you put the lid in, in your mouth. I liked it a little bit. So no, what I did is I actually cleared the cigar. Oh, blew through, lit it. Um, it I did not flame up like the guy that we saw do that over at Riverman. Chris, Carver. But, but when I got down about to the final third, I was getting a little bit of that, that kind of bitter, maybe tarry kind of taste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blew through the cigar as hard as I could, you know, lit it on the other end, and I swear to God, it cleared it right up. Mm. Yeah, I was really impressed, because I, I thought, you know, I'm going to give this a shot. I've seen people do it, and sure as hell, it worked. At least it worked for me. Well, good. I'm yeah. glad for you. Because sometimes you'll get that Connecticut bitter. You'll get a little tar buildup at the end of the cigar. No, I cleared that thing out, and it's the rest of it smoked like a champ. Very cool. Great cigar. So my first one is one that I smoked just the other night. It's the CLE Signature THT EKE. Uh, it's all the letters. <laughs> I know, right? 03-17. And numbers. Um, it uh, it was a good cigar. It was a damn fine CLE cigar right there. was it? Um, I still like the Aroa Dark better. Yeah. But uh, I'll tell you what, the CLE signature, um, it's a little, it's 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 a little costlier than a normal CLE cigar. Yeah, worth it. I don't know if I'm going to smoke it every day, obviously. But add it to the rotation, maybe. But every once in a while, it's a it's a good one to add to the rotation. It's a, it's a damn fine cigar. There you I go. liked it a lot. So anyway, what's your next one? I had an Aladino Connecticut. Mm. And 
it's I mean, it's good. It's a, just a fine cigar from our folks at the Jerry Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios. Jerry Tobacco that sponsor our uh, cast here, and it's it's just a great cigar. If I'm not smoking. The Aladino Cameroon, I'm smoking that Connecticut Shade Grown. It's one of the few Connecticut. Yeah, that, that Connecticut's a great cigar. Smoke on the regular is that Aladino Connecticut. And for those of you in the audience, it's the white band. Yes. Yep. It's the white band, uh, white band Aladino there. Yep. And speaking of Aladino, my next one actually is the Corojo Reserva. Mm. I mean, it's my go-to for Aladino. Yeah. And uh, I had my... I had the last one that I had in my, bo- my humidors. So Ooh. I need to stock up on my... Uh, Aladino Corojo Reservas, because I'm I'm out of those now. So, but damn fine cigar. That one's a little strong for me. I'll admit, and I'll smoke it. it. I like to smoke it, but it's got to be the third or fourth cigar of the day, not the first cigar Mm -hmm, of the day for sure. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. And your last one. You ready for my number three? Number three. Okay. And I picked this up at a uh, lounge the other day and smoked it. And I'm going all Connecticut Shade Grown, which I do a lot. I mean, that's what you do. Uh, The Leaf by Oscar. Okay. Yeah. I hadn't smoked well, one in a while. What? I haven't had a, an yeah. Oscar Valadares cigar in quite some time now that I think about I it. I looked at the Island Gym, but I, I went with the Leaf, and it was the, the Connecticut Leaf, and it was great. Just a mm-hmm. good cigar. Nice and kind of nutty, buttery. Really enjoyed it. I was smoking the Island Gym like a fiend there for a while. and Oh, uh, yeah, you were. But I, I uh, yeah, like I said, it's been a little while since I've... I visited the land of Oscar. I probably need to circle back and do that. I just, um, you know, and and it's it's hey, different structure, different folks, different mm-hmm. different palates. The um, the McFly just didn't really do it for me. Yeah, um, it was okay. I like the Superfly better, and I the Superfly is hard and, to beat. And I just for the life, I, I just haven't revisited Oscar since that since that McFly. I need to I need to circle really? back because. You know, I mean, I really do love the uh, Oscar Habano, mm-hmm. and um, the uh, the Superfly is good. And then, um, but you're right, that Island Jim is another really Island Jim's great, good tasty cigar. So. The thing about the Leaf, though, and I love watching a newbie that's never smoked one before try to figure out how to light that thing up because mm-hmm. they want to leave the the leaf wrapper on it. They don't realize that you got to take that off to get to the cigar. That's a surefire way of burning the hell out of yourself. <laughs> that thing is going to burn, and it's going to shred, and it's going to fly everywhere. And But it is fun watching somebody for the first time try to figure it out. It's true. Yeah. Well, my last one is one that I picked up kind of on the cheap. Um, it was one of the new, um, well, new. I don't know how it's been out for a little while. The Zeno by oh. uh, the Davidoff, the little yellow. Yeah. The yellow label with the white Z on it. Did you get that at Riverman? I got a four pack of them, and um, let me tell you, for the money, it's a damn fine cigar. Well, yeah, it is. It actually, yeah. I mean, it's a it's a pretty affordable, low cost cigar. It's an affordable Davidoff. It is an yeah. affordable Davidoff. It's got good good taste to it and everything. I did it while driving um, last week, and uh, it was a good cigar. There you go. I liked it. I haven't had one of those in a while. I need to grab some. I mean, dude, they're cheap. The next time I'm at Riverman, I need to stock up on grand, those. Remind me. Okay. Grand scheme of life. They're a good, cheap smoke. Yeah. But, and, and you know what? Not, I don't not, like the term not, cheap. Not, yeah, I would say cheap. Affordable. Affordable. Yeah. It's affordable. 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 It's amazing how big my hand looks when I go to reach towards the I mean, camera. That's, that's the way lenses work, Jeff. 
<laughs> perspective. Like, for example, you look bigger in the frame than I do because of the way the camera's angled. Because I'm the, sitting cl- just a hair closer. just a hair closer than because I am. Because we can't sit next to each other or our shoulders are touching. Yeah. Well, so no. I have to lean forward. You have to lean forward because otherwise your gut is like majorly showing. Well, yeah. And that's why you're like, you're I'm, like, I have to lean forward. I'm now. jammed yeah. in here like a goddamn sardine. It's not that bad. And I, I'm on the wrong side it's too. It's really not that bad. I'm on the wrong side. We should be flipped because I have a better angle on that side. Oh, my, I mean, I know my angles. My problem is my angle is more way up here. You know, hide the chins. <laughs> we just hold it up for the rest of the I was show. Say, we'll just attach it to the ceiling. <laughs> just it's like, look at what yeah. up, guys? <laughs> what it stretches out the chins, the waddle, the waddle. Exactly. Well, okay. Well, that's been uh, three cigars we smoked and enjoyed this week. Okay then. Broccoli Rob should be coming back at some point. The 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 They're progress, so close. The progress at the final third lounge is just staggering. Yeah, I mean just he, rocking along. If you guys haven't visited his page in a little while, go over to Final Third Cigar on Instagram. And um he posted a video not too long ago about a little video tour of his building. And um he, he's by, coming by the way, danger close. He was he a little sick then? Because he sounded I'm a little rough. I'm guessing so. His voice was yeah. a little rough at that Yeah, it point, was like he'd lost his voice. So. Yeah, so, you know, whatever. But, so I'm hoping he's better. But he's smoking and drinking like a champ. You know, he's posting mm-hmm. pictures all the time. So, I mean, you know, the guy's got a lot going on over there. Uh, he keeps saying that it's sometime, looking sometime in February, I guess. Yeah. Um, that he's going to be uh, opening the doors and greeting people. So, And I'm tied up a couple of weekends in February, so I'm hoping we can work it out to either get out there. I think he's planning on having maybe a little soft open and then a big grand opening. So hopefully one or the other we can work out to be at. Because I, mean, I want to be there for him. I mean, look, if you're going to present yourself, don't present yourself soft. That's all I'm saying. I'm sorry, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be grand. It's got to be a grand presentation. You want your stalk of broccoli standing up tall? Is that what you're saying? I mean, nobody wants floppy broccoli. <laughs> right, Lisa? <laughs> God, is it just our goal to offend everyone that likes us? This episode? Jeebus. Uh, <sighs> yeah, well, you know. <laughs> Sorry, Lisa. Oh, my God. Uh, so... Yeah. <laughs> I was going to do a joke in honor of Bob Saget. Are you going to do a retro hail to like let us know about that mighty mighty uh, brick house there? Well, let well, me let me explain why I'm not going to do a joke. <laughs> yeah, you were going to do the joke. I was going to do you were the do joke. The joke. And after I listened to Jeff, Bob, Jeff was going to do the aristocrats. I was. And I didn't remember how wretched it truly was, and I actually sent it to Nick today and I said Oh, my God. See, that's Bob's version of it. What's your version of it? Everybody's got a different version of the aristocrats. That joke is not the same. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave it at Bob's. It, if you guys want to joke this week, <laughs> in, honor, in honor of Bob Saget's passing, I am going to forego the Gator Dad joke of the week and ask you to go watch his aristocrats joke on YouTube. You know, I, I, I'm disappointed in you. No, I would really like to hear your version of the aristocrats, actually. No. I really would. It's the worst thing I've ever heard. And no, <laughs> I really actually think it would be kind of funny. No. Uh, to hear that. Um, no. By but the way. And here's the deal. 
it was it was kind of known as his thing. I know other comedians have done it, did it, but yeah, but, but he did but it. But he, yeah. yeah, and you know, to to his credit, it's one of the most wretched things I've ever heard. <laughs> Actually, it is the most wretched thing I've ever it's heard. Pretty bad. Yeah, but that's the point. Yeah, know? I think the longest one version goes about fourteen minutes. Mm. Bob's went like seven minutes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you said there's a movie about it. The Aristocrats. It's like a, I think it's a documentary. I don't know, but it, it, but it's out there, and it basically has all these people all giving their version of the show. I think Mel Brooks is in it. I mean, like everybody's doing the Aristocrats. It's horrible. It's a horrible, horrible, joke. horrible joke. Um. By the way, speaking of um, of uh, well, not speaking of jokes. Speaking of comments, which that was a horrible transition. I apologize. Um, what are you getting at? We had a question come on on YouTube. Uh, in the YouTube comments. Oh, no. And I wanted to bring this up. Cody Sims asked, you might have answered this already, but what was your first ever cigar? Oh, I did. I did answer that. Um, honestly, I started off with Swisher Sweets. And I admit that. I've talked about that on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I used to do Swisher Sweets. A lot of that was because of my grandfather. I think a lot of people probably started off with like, yeah, the machine main gas station. Well, my stuff, my you know? my grandpa, um, Lauren Brewer from Virgins, Illinois. I would sit out with him and listen to the Cardinal games. Virgins, Virgins, Illinois. You've driven through it a hundred times. You know exactly where it's at. Virgins, Virgins. It's, yeah, there's more letters. Not driving through Virgins. Virgins. That's, that's a, it's between Murfreesboro and Pinckneyville. You know exactly where it is. You went to SIU. You <laughs> sack of shit. <laughs> So, I was always afraid of getting pulled over by a cop. They don't there. have cops. They don't Dude, have a cop. It felt like the little tiny town where it would just it be does. a massive speed trap. It seems like like Hazard County. 55 yeah. to 40, back to 55. Mm-hmm. And it's in like, like the blink of an eye. In the blink of an eye. And it's maybe about a two-mile stretch through town. If that. If yeah. that. And so you feel like this is the area where if anybody's going to get trap. you, this is the yeah. speed trap. But uh, I would sit out with him. We'd listen to the Cardinal games on his AM radio. And he would smoke cigars, and I kind of, you know, I I sat out there with him and did that, and it was kind of my way to, it It brought me back when I would smoke a Schwarzer Sweet. Okay. So, you know, he had, uh, what were they, um, I think, I'm trying to think, yeah, Schwarzer Sweets and I think King Edwards, was that the other one? Okay. But anyway, there, there was another, another cigar that was in a box like that, and uh, so I would smoke the Schwarzer Sweets, and it kind of... You know, reminded me of my childhood and hanging out with grandpa, and it was kind of nostalgic for me. Mm-hmm. And I started with that, and then one of the one of the first cigars that I remember smoking is that uh, uh, Las Las Cabrias, I think it is. Okay, and I, I oh, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, the one I actually got it from my friend Dave for his uh, bachelor party. I got a box of them, and we smoked those on that. I've, I've gone back and smoked it since then, and it doesn't stand up. You know, but at the time, it was what I thought was a good cigar. Yeah. And it, I'm not saying it's a bad cigar, but I have other cigars that I enjoy more now that I've, you know, fair. gone deeper into my cigar That's journey fair. over the That's last, fair. you know, 35 years. It's fair. So my first one would have been actually. So, okay. Well, I'll, I'll cover two. So my. Because you have one my, and then you stopped. Yes. Yeah. The very first one would have been 2004 with my buddy Carl. On Fort Lauderdale Beach, God, that's a night that like it was fun, but at the same time, like if I could go back and change a few things, 
I most definitely would. Um, was that when you threw up in your dad's car? That would be the thing that I would change. Yes, okay. Jeff. Thank yeah. you. Um, he just got it detailed earlier that week. That was <laughs> I'm sure you heard about highly that. Highly unfortunate. Oh, oh, it was. A, well, we had a tea time the next day, and like my dad apparently instructed Carl to drive the car and make it as uncomfortable as possible for me. <laughs> So, like, he was whipping around corners and stopping on dimes and, like, throwing me all around. I mean, it was it was violent. So. We did that to a guy one night. Oh, God. Let me, let me tell this real quick. We did that to a guy one night. It was my friend David Austin and I. And we were around with a guy. And he was a youth pastor. And we go out and we're hanging out. It was at my friend Dave's graduation weekend. And his friend ends up getting annihilated at this little bar that we went to. Yeah. I wasn't even drinking. So I end up driving the car, his car back, oh and it's a stick shift. And at the time, I'd only driven like stick shift, like tractors and pickup trucks. So I didn't know how to drive a little stick shift. So I'm driving the stick shift. And you're just hurricane and jerking all over the place, oh, weren't you? It was brutal driving <laughs> home. And I ended up pulling the knob off the stick shift. Mm. So I broke the car. And Dave's all pissed off at me. I don't even remember what kind of car it was. So we came back to the house, and his friend, we actually had to strip him down naked, put him in the bathtub and clean him up because he'd thrown up all over himself like two or three times. Oh, my. So we do this. We give this guy, we literally gave the man a bath. Like, had to clean him up. We get him in bed. The next day, he gets up. And he's acting like he's a spring chicken, like every, you know, the... I wasn't acting like a spring chicken the next day. Well, so we're sitting there, and he's talking about how great he feels. And I looked at him, and I said, hey, what do you want for breakfast? What about a half-cooked pork chop and a dirty ash tray? <laughs> <laughs> he immediately threw up. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I just wrecked him for the rest of the day. Then I thought it was really funny, but apparently it was kind of cruel. So my first one was on the beach. We stopped uh, at uh, this little quick stop store and bought um, two. Um, and and this is me in my ignorant memory. I can't remember either Macanudo or Monte Cristo in tubes. I'm sure it was Macanudo. It was something in a tube. It no. was Macanudo or Monte Cristo in a tube. And uh, boy, we felt like fucking ballers. Standing, oh, I bet. Standing yeah. there on the beach, watching the waves come in and everything, having our cigars, you know, just... You know, two college guys hanging out at Fort Lauderdale Beach. Living life. Flash forward 14 years to Las Vegas. And I've been trying for a couple of years now to get you to have a cigar with me. And you just wouldn't do it. Flash forward 14 years. You and I are in Las Vegas for the first time together. And it's now 2018. We're walking into Caesars Palace. There's the Monte Cristo Lounge. You want to go there. And we go in there. And it's a it's a smaller humidor, but it's a nice size walk in humidor. Yeah, and you know we're looking around and very nice um, lady waited on us. Oh no, that's part of the reason I ended up buying stuff was the gorgeous blonde Russian lady working the humidor at the Monte Cristo Lounge. They knew what they were doing, and you know she's just showing this and showing that, and I'm like, and you're picking stuff out, and I'm like, well, win in Rome. So I bought myself two Monte Cristo white label or white yep. series. Um, the uh, it was Connecticut's and uh. Toro? I think they were Toros. They didn't. They weren't, I think so. They weren't torpedoes. They yep. were Toros. And we didn't smoke them in Vegas. We brought we them back. Well, we couldn't find a good place to smoke them. We didn't stay at the lounge and yeah. smoke them. So we couldn't find anywhere to smoke them, which now, I mean, we'll just make somewhere to smoke them. Mm-hmm. But 
Yeah. But we brought him back. I sat down with you and had one. And, uh, boy, that was when the monkey climbed on the back and firmly planted itself there. And it hasn't let go since. You will have that. So, yep. So I'm thinking it was a Monte Cristo in the tube in 2004. And it was a, or no, I'm sorry, Macanudo in the tube in 2004. And a Monte Cristo white series in 2018. Yep. So, yep. There you go. Good question there, Cody. Yeah. Cody's one of our, our regular watchers on YouTube. Mm. So, he, he likes watching this. We've had more and more people getting on that. People like the YouTubes. Yeah. I mean, you know, for what it's worth. I wouldn't want to watch us. Oh, I don't know. There's Although been, I will say. There's been it, some ignorance that you can only view and, and you can appreciate, you know. I will say when I was rolling smoke earlier, just to prove you wrong, that was that was a thing. Whatever. It's. I mean, look, there's going to be some smoke linger, but like it's not that bad. You need a you need a vent fan. I do need a vent fan, yeah. but you know, I mean, it's it's not that bad. Well, you had to switch out the heaters. You said the other one. Yeah, was putting so off like, too much heat. I, I well, no. The problem was, I got that um, that one that looks like a fireplace. Yeah, it couldn't hold up to the cold. Oh, okay. it wasn't putting out enough. It this was for one, show. It was for show. This one that I've got now, this is my old one. I've swapped back to the old one. Okay. And this one kicks off a ton of heat and is great. Now, granted, right now it's not doing its job all that great because we've got, what, three or four Th- windows. Three windows and the door. And the door. Yeah. You know, but if we were to shut the door and, um, you know, just have the windows, we'd be, we'd be sitting pretty. I hate to tell you, dude. That door is the problem. I hate to tell you, this cigar's really good. Damn it. What's I'm the sorry. retro hail? I haven't done one. Do the retro hail. I'm a little scared. Come on. I'm a little scared. Do the retro hail. Well, if you'd have done one earlier in the cigar, it may not be that bad. You do have a bit of a blowout going right there near the end. The the wrapper's kind of... Well, it wasn't too bad. Well, no. It's yeah, I think I think me hanging it out in the cold and then bringing you it back keep, in. Yeah, yeah, you keep messing with the temperature of mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah, mm. so I've had a little issue here towards the end, but I think that's my own doing. Well, I've had the uh, Perdomo Reserve 10th Anniversary Maduro, which we've covered on the show before. Yeah. Fantastic cigar. Real good, rich notes of um, dark chocolate, little slight leathery to it, some spice. I mean, look, the 10th Anniversary Reserve Maduro um, won Cigar of the Year from Cigar Journal. It won it from uh, the Scar Authority. It got good reviews across the board from a lot of other places. I mean, dude, the, it's it's a fantastic cigar. So I'm, you know, I'm happy that if I if I couldn't enjoy my brick house, at least I could. Yeah, I feel bad for, for you. I if mean, I can, it is what it if is. I can find you another one of those, I'll get you one. Because mm, I feel bad. You were so excited to smoke that cigar. That sucks. That sucks. It happens. It does, but it sucks when it happens. It does. And like I said, I don't know what happened. I mean, it may have been dropped at some point. It may be temperature related. It may be, I mean, it's this time of year where it's just dry out like everywhere. I mean, Lord only knows. So, I mean, it's what it is. So, Well, uh, Nick, as we wrap up, how do uh, folks reach out to us on the socials? We are on Instagram at The Cigar Pulpit. I'm not going to mention the other page because. Naked Gator Instagram. It's mine. Somebody hasn't fixed it yet. I haven't. You need to. Contractually obligated to be posting some stuff on there, and you're not. Um, and then uh, I'll play catch up when I get it fixed. We have the uh, 
uh, Cigar Pulpit Prisoners group on Facebook where, guys, if if you weren't in that on Sunday night, <laughs> you missed a lot. Let me tell you. Yeah. I would... If if anything showcased how awesome it was to have that group, yeah, Sunday night did it, and it's a really sad thing that such a sad occurrence yeah. is what what you know showcased how awesome that group is. But um, everyone thought I murdered someone. <laughs> Jury's still out. Thanks, guys. But you know what? In all fairness, there's a thread on there talking about giving you different alibis. <laughs> God. I mean, my my alibi. Thanks, thanks, Teddy. My alibi was that you were you, you finally cracked the sink off the wall at Kristen's house. And what did I say to you? And that's that, a very real possibility. And that you were elbow deep doing deep plumbing work for a week, you know. So I mean, let's be real. It's possible. It was weird though doing one show last week because mm-hmm. we didn't see each other for like seven days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's not normal. No, it's not. Really threw me off. <laughs> My days are all thrown off. I don't know what day need, anything is. Need a little is. gator in your life, do you? Nah, I just, I, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's going on anymore. <laughs> Here's the really sad part. We went to you one. You actually missed me, didn't you? We went to, well, kind of. But we went to one a week. Aww. We went to one a week because both of us are so understaffed. And I don't want to jinx it, so I'm not going to fi- fully finish my statement. You may have rectified that on your end. You just said it for me. Yep. So that's the thing. As of literally today, as we're recording this, I may have fixed my problem. I'm so happy for you, by the way. Oh, me too. Yeah. I mean, if this works out, I'm so happy. And what did I do in the meantime? I added more work to myself. You did. You you expanded your great media empire I, into I another county. So, I mean. Yeah. I didn't I see that coming. What the hell's wrong with you? But yeah. Glutton for punishment. Mm-hmm. We're I'm also excited on, about it, though. It's a good opportunity. We're also on Twitter, where we don't really do much of anything. And then YouTube, where we have these videos, these where fine, you can watch fine this. videos that Jerry Pulaski might be possibly beating off to. <laughs> and then there's Jerry, the Ask the Boys hotline. Jerry, stop gratifying yourself to our images. <laughs> Ask the Boys hotline, where you can call in and give us your thoughts and comments and questions on whatever, including this wretchedness. So um, We probably shouldn't even put this one out. Nah, this one's going to go out. This is a good one. Anyway. This is something. That hotline is area code 863-874-0000. Anyway. So there you go. So final thoughts on the aged brick house, the TAA exclusive there. I've liked it. I've really actually genuinely liked it. It's been a good cigar. I like Brickhouse cigars normally. I you mean, do. You're a big Brickhouse fan. I am. You know, for the price, man, it's hard to beat. It is. You know? And the prospect of getting one that sat around for 10 years, I mean, you know, marketing hype or not, I thought it was, you know, I was willing to give it a shot. It's and, been uh, a good cigar. <sighs> and I don't even want to tell you that. That's that's. I'm glad you sad. enjoyed it. No, I, no, mean, I really no, did I'm enjoy glad, it. I'm glad one of us got to enjoy it. I'm it, glad that Take the both, wrapper off of it no, and go ahead and smoke I'm it. I'm glad that one of us don't got to enjoy that. it because honestly, you know, if both of them would have exploded, I would have been pissed. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's what it is. It's With the fine. extra 10 minutes of it being out of the cellophane have caused that. Mm-mm. It's awful cold out. No, I mean, realistically, I uh, it probably was just a humidification thing on my end. Well, you had them in your Tupperdor, didn't you? I did. 
I did. I don't know how that would be. I don't know. But uh, I will say my humidor is staying up and is as dry as things well, are here in southern Illinois. Here, let's just check something real quick. Well, you've got the app, don't you? I do have the app, so I can tell us right now. It's currently 21 degrees outside. Mm-hmm. Feels like 21. But, dude, it is 68% humidity in the air right now. I don't believe that. That's what the app says. Dew I, don't, I don't think that's even possible. The dew point's at 13 degrees. I don't think there's any way at 68% humidity right Pressure now. Pressure at 30.65. Anyway. But right now uh, he's a meteorologist. And the wind is north uh, northeast, uh, three mile per hour. You know, I used to give all those stats on the radio when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. When I was 16 and I worked at the radio, I would. we had the does, whole little weather center thing there and I'd read it off. say we should expect dry conditions for the next six hours. So there's no, uh, no precipitation for no. the next six hours. No. Now, I'll say this. Tuesday, the day this comes out, we're looking at a high of a balmy 43 degrees and sunny. That's actually warm enough to sit out and smoke. Wednesday's 49. Yeah. But cloudy. Yeah, so the sun so the sun helps the sun a lot. makes all the difference. That yeah, does. Out on the back deck, it sure does. It does. It does. So, anyway. Well, well, Nick, as much as I've enjoyed cramming into this tent with you, I'm going to go home. Okay. So, guys, thanks again for listening. Yes, thank you so much for listening. And um, tell your friends. You know, we'll either have another... Uh, Another uh, classic pulpit rewind on Friday, or um, you know something else. E- 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 look, bottom line, you're going to have something on Fridays. Yes, I don't know what it's going to be. It could be a classic pulpit rewind. Maybe if uh, I get a wild hair up my ass and uh, you know find a, a sub in co-host that I can pull something together, uh, fresh and original, we might be able to do that. Trying to better deal me, are you? No, I'm just saying. You know, the, He's better the, dealing the me. bottom line is the people will have something. There on will be Fridays. something. Yeah, there'll be something. And it's just for the first quarter. If if I can get my staffing issues fixed, you're getting your. Well, let's be real. Fixed. You have staffing issues, and you have basketball season. Oh God! Yeah. And basketball is the thing that's really causing you a lot of delays right now because they're all night games. Well, and every every night this week, other than possibly Wednesday, every night this week and Saturday morning, I have sporting events to cover. And you're either covering them for the paper, or you've got broadcasters mm-hmm. for your radio station, Adam, and somebody has to be at the station exactly. manning the board. So one way or the other, you're either tied up yep. at the radio station or you're taking photos. So yep. I get it. Now, granted, your perfectionist tendencies are what keeps you uh, going to these basketball games when other people could theoretically take the pictures. But you're like, I take better sports pictures than everybody, so I need to do it myself. Not than everybody. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me ask you this. You real, do take good sports pictures. Real honest saying. answer. I mean, you I'm take, a pretty good sports you photographer. You take good sports photos, Yes. But you know, I I actually covered two games. You could games. be happy with photos that other people. Have I covered taken two too. games tonight before I came here. You did, no. But like you, you, you could be happy with photos that other people take as well. But they're just not. I know what I could have had. And therein lies the truth. My guy Pete that works for me, and I got to give him credit. By the way, today that we're recording is his birthday. Oh, how are we? Right, Pete? Yeah, Pete. Pete's a rock star. He's he's one of the best journalists I've ever worked with. And I'm lucky to have him on staff. I know the school really likes him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He he does. Well, and because of the sports coverage. Yep. He's a sports writer. I'm a sports photographer. And he's a good photographer as well. So he's kind of the whole package there. But I take a lot of photos, and he fills them in with all the good sports information that goes with them. So 
I'm going to let a joke go. What? I'm going to let a joke go. What? Trust me. Why are you making fun of me? I'm. Trust me. I'm going to let a joke go. Don't make fun of me. No, I'm going to let a joke go, Jeff. (sighs) Don't push me. You don't want me to say this joke because then you're going to make me edit it out and I can't edit it out. What? So what is wrong just, with you? I'll tell you afterwards, but I, I just. What is wrong I, no, with this, you? This isn't even an Easter egg joke. This is a like off air joke because I just, I can't, I can't. Why anyway, are you so mean to me? I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm not being mean to you. He's being mean to me. <laughs> really not. I'm not. I'm not. He's being mean to anyway, me. um, so yeah, so hopefully by the time basketball season ends, uh, Jeff can staff up a little bit and, uh, you know, yeah. we can get back on track with two a week and i'll tell you you know for a year and you know this for a year and a half it has been a nice break i will say that last week as much as i hate to say it because you know i i feel an obligation and responsibility to our audience but in all fairness they're getting what they pay for it was (laughs) it it was a nice break so yes anyway and you know and this one's gone an hour and a half we were doing the other ones 45 minutes to an hour so we have gone a little longer with this because we we put everything into this episode. It's true, which it's I kind of like. Which is, I mean, yeah, I mean that's why I wanted more segments, and you know, we haven't really developed up the segments that we picked. And we haven't, but the broccoli rob is coming. The broccoli rob is coming. It just we're gonna have you know, nice whiskey pairings. It's gonna be a it's nice, gonna be a good addition. Liquor and cigar pairings. Yeah. you know, it'll be it'll be good, and it's just it's. I think it's been nice to have a little break. Broccoli's taking so when he time. comes back and does it, you know, he can start fresh with the whiskey pairings and everything. I think it's going to be good, and it's going to be good with his lounge too. It will. Yep. It will. So, anyway, well, all right. Last and final thought on that brick house that you're down to the nub on. I've really enjoyed this. It's been a good cigar. Okay. Been a good strong cigar. Well, good. I'm glad. so. Yep. I uh, been very happy with it. I'm glad for you. So, anyway, well, guys. That's been another sermon from the Scar Pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. Everybody stay safe and stay smoky. I farted till I saw Angels. <laughs> the ice tent's not that bad. No, but in the great okay, let's let's be let no. <laughs> I can't believe it hasn't hit you. Let yet. us be completely honest here. You have been for the past year and a half shitting on this ice tent idea. And I would like to point out that right now you and I are sitting next to each other. However, if I had fans and I had that table Like, where you're sitting, and you had your chair over in that corner, would there be sufficient room for both of us to sit out here and enjoy a cigar? Ish. Come on. Ish. No, be 100% honest. Ish. Not ish. Ish. Not ish. Ish. We would not be anywhere near each other if you were sitting where the table and the equipment is right now. Possibly. But then you've got that big, like, lounge, like, gravity chair But it thing. doesn't lounge out. It's broken. It's stuck in this position at this point. So, I mean, you know, <laughs> it's fine. Okay, then. I'm telling you.
this the, the two person tent it's designed for two people to fucking ice fish. Well, yeah, but that's with the little hole in the middle with the little poles, the little round popeel. Yeah. Fishomatic or whatever it is. But that's the thing is like, you know, it's designed for two people. And by the way, my jeans have melted Oh, on this knee. Are you because you're yeah. getting the full force <laughs> of the heater on it? Yeah. Yeah. This hand is frozen because it's closest to the door. <laughs> I don't feel this one anymore. <laughs> you don't feel that one and I'm losing finger. Out the window. Feeling in my pinky finger yeah. on this one. <laughs> yep. anyway. Well, guys, see ya. See ya.